the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. Well, we're here concluding another week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us during the course of this week, we know we're spe- you know that we have been speaking about two words that are repeated throughout scriptures, both in the Old and the New Covenants. And those two words are, but God. And Junie, it's essential that we are aware of, but God in this day and age, because things are difficult. We're witnessing today wars and rumors of wars, nations rising against nations, famines, earthquakes, lawlessness, just as it says in Matthew 24. And this is the, these are the beginning of birth pangs. So we need to be aware by the eye of the Spirit that there is a but God who is not asleep and nothing has caught him by surprise. And you know, Junie, we spent some time this week speaking about the life of Joseph because it's so epitomized in his life. His brothers threw him in a, in a, uh, a pit. He was sold into slavery. He was in prison for doing good with Potiphar's wife. I should say by not doing evil with Potiphar's wife. And yet he never complained. And the word of God says that wherever Joseph was, the Lord was with him. And we saw, and it's worth repeating today, that in the last chapter of Genesis, Genesis chapter 50, when his brothers were fearful of retribution from him, he said to them in Genesis chapter 50, uh, verse 20, And as for you, speaking to his brothers, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people. And it's worth repeating from Genesis 45 when he first made his identity known to them and they were very fearful. And he said, And God sent me before you to preserve for a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. And then he said, Now therefore it was not you who sent me here, but God. So we need to see, Jimmy, there's a but God and we have to live in and through the power of the Spirit to realize that. We spoke of many other examples in 1 Samuel 23. Saul was seeking to destroy David, but the word of God says in verse 14 in 1 Samuel 23, but God did not deliver David into his hands. 
Second Chronicles 20, three armies were coming to destroy Judah. And Jehoshaphat prayed. He said, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And you know what the Lord said? Thus says the Lord in verse 15, Second Chronicles 20, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And yesterday, Junie, we spoke out of a number of verses, Romans 5, verses 6 to 8, because God demonstrated his agape love by resolving the condition of people. Yesterday, you read from Ephesians chapter 2, the first four verses, which is so powerful, June, because it describes the condition of people without the Lord. And uh, it's a frightful condition that we were all in. They were without God, walking in in the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, all lived in the lust of their flesh. But verse four gloriously says, but God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved them, even when they were dead in trespasses, made them alive through Jesus. What do you say about a God like this, Junie? He's incredible. Verse 13, Acts, Acts 13, rather. Paul was speaking at a synagogue in, in uh, Antioch, and he was giving the history to the Jewish audience in that synagogue. But he said that while they were in a condition that was uh, horrendous, a terrible condition that they were in, we saw in verse 30 that he said, but God. But while the disciples were, were listening to him with him, but God transformed the entire situation. Yesterday we went to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and I want to pick up something, Junie, because after the program I realized something. You spoke out of 1 Corinthians 1, verses 25 to 29, how God chose the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, how he chose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen, the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are. That, that what was the purpose? But when he said, but God has chosen, the purpose was that no man should boast before God. We cannot rely on our intellect by the natural sight, what we feel, what our impulses are. We must rely on the power of the Holy Spirit, just as Joseph did day in and day out, even when he was in prison, because there was a but God behind the scenes. And in this condition that we see the world in and our country is in, we need to know there's a but God who sees everything and will act. And you know, Shelley, there's an affirmation of what you just spoke in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 7. For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not mere men? What then is Apollos, and what is Paul? Servants through whom you believe, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes the growth. And so it really is good to see, Shelley, that we... If we are his servants, there's nothing for us to boast about except how God meets us in the uh, what trials and tribulations of life because his faith overcomes this world 
But God is behind the scenes Amen. to deliver us, to help us, to comfort us, and to bless us. Yeah, I encourage people. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning at verse 4 through 7. But God. In other words, we can be available to him, but God will always, always give the increase. Turn with us to Luke chapter 12. The Lord gives a parable here, and there's another message that we need to see. Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 16. I'm reading from the New American. And he told them a parable saying, the land of a certain rich man was very productive. And he began reasoning to himself, what shall I do since I have no place to store my crops? And he said, this is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, You have many goods laid up for many years to come. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And if we stop there, this is the condition of the world. And unfortunately, if we're born-again believers led by the Spirit of God, we cannot think like that. And I think the trouble started when we saw in verse 17, and he began reasoning to himself. We can't reason to ourselves that we're believers in the Messiah. If we're walking by the Spirit, our reasoning comes from above. The wisdom of God is pure and peaceable, easy to entreat, and bears much fruit. Our own reasoning will only cause trouble, and we're not relying on God. So we see the situation, but then we come to Luke 12, verse 20. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your soul is required of you, and now who will own what you have prepared? So is the man who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. You know, Junie, I'm seeing as I I read that, you know what being rich toward God is? Being aware that there's a but God in every situation. Being aware that we have to live by the Spirit, not by ourselves, and stop reasoning things to ourselves, but come into the fullness that God is calling us to. That's the life that would delight the heart of God. And it's really true, Lord, uh, Shelley, because suffering is part of the gospel. Amen. And suffering is a promise. To those who live godly lives in Christ Jesus, we have a promise that we will suffer persecution. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse, I'd like to start in verse 7. Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus the Messiah, risen from the dead, descendant of David, according to my gospel, for which I suffer hardship, even to imprisonment as a criminal, but the word of God is not imprisoned. And I'd just like to expound there, before I go on, Shelley, that the word of God, Jesus is the word made flesh, and because of his life in us, because of the power of the Holy Spirit, His word is not in prison. So it goes on to say in verse 10, For this reason I endure all things for the sake of those who are chosen, so that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus, and with it eternal glory. It is a trustworthy statement. If we, For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, 
for he cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things and solemnly charge them in the presence of God not to wrangle about words, which is useless and leads to ruin of the hearer. So we see here, Shelley, that the testimony of Paul's life was he suffered for the gospel, but God's word was not imprisoned within him. You know, Junie, when you said that, it just came to my mind that no matter what our situation is, it doesn't have to be in prison. But we feel imprisoned if we're not walking correctly with God. When difficult situation comes, remember that there's a God who is not asleep, who sees everything, knows everything, even before we do it. So we need to become aware of those two mighty words that we've been speaking about, but God. And also, I'd like the listeners to go to junevolt.com on the internet, and you'll find um, dwelling in the wells, drinking Drinking. from the wells of salvation, that it shows we need a grateful heart in every given situation. And I think you'll be blessed reading the book and how to walk rightly so that we might drink from the wells of salvation, junevolt.com. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. And this being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by the reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being such a wonderful father. Thank you that you sent Jesus to bring life into our existence. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit that we could live by the Spirit. May Joseph's life be an example to us that we, no matter where we go, will know there's a but God who sees it all. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and Junevolk.com. That's Shelley and Junevolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.